my podcast. Thank you for tuning in, and I trust that it will be a blessing to you. I'm Dr. John Cook, your host. We are continuing now our series on Just a Thought on the Book of Revelation. We are in part three of our study on Revelation chapter six. We will see what the Bible reveals concerning the opening of the fourth and fifth seals. These seals are the unleashing of God's judgment on this world. This is the time of Jacob's trouble, which is prophesied in Daniel chapter 9 and other passages of Scripture in the Old Testament. In this part of our study, we are going to see the opening of the fourth and fifth seals. John is going to show us two more writers because death and hell are going to be set loose on this earth. We're going to consider the souls of the martyrs that John sees and hears. We are going to find out a great truth in the closing verse of the fifth seal. We will get right into our study right after this. Now open your Bible and look at Revelation chapter 6 and verse 7. We read, And when he had opened the fourth seal, I heard the voice of the fourth beast say, Come and see. Once more, John is called on to come and see. This call comes from the fourth beast, the face of an eagle. What does John see? Look at verse 8 of chapter 6. John says, I looked and behold a pale horse, and his name that sat on him was death, and hell followed with him. And power was given unto them over the fourth part of the earth, to kill with the sword, and with hunger, and with death, and with the beast of the earth. The vision should strike terror to the lost world, for death and hell are going to be set loose upon this earth. They'll bring about the deaths of one quarter of the world's population. Uh, But Isaiah tells us in chapter 28 and verse 15 that Israel makes the claim that they had made a covenant with death and hell. Like so many in this world think today, they thought in that day that they had nothing to fear. But God in Isaiah chapter 28 and verse 18 says, to Israel, your covenant with death shall be disannulled, and your agreement with hell shall not stand. When the overflowing scourge shall pass through, then ye shall be trodden down by it. When God unleashes his wrath on this world, there will be no escaping it. Death and hell are personified in this scripture in chapter 6 says they bring with them the sword, hunger, death, and the beast of the earth. God, who is in control of death and hell, sets them loose upon this world in judgment. These judgments will not bring the repentance of the wicked. It will just make them more and more hardened towards God. Look at verse 9. John tells us when he had opened the fifth seal, I saw under the altar the souls of them that were slain for the word of God and for the testimony which they had. 
These are the souls of the tribulation saints. They've died for their testimony and service to God. The altar that is spoken of here is the brazen altar of sacrifice in the literal temple in Jerusalem. Paul speaks of this temple in 2 Thessalonians chapter 2, verses 3 through 8. Listen to what he says. Let no man deceive you by any means. For that day shall not come except there come a falling away first, and that man of sin be revealed, the son of perdition, who opposeth and exalteth himself above all that is called God or that is worshipped, so that he as God sitteth in the temple of God, showing himself that he is God. Remember ye not that when I was yet with you, I told you these things? And now ye know what withholdeth, that he might be revealed in his time. For the mystery of iniquity doth already work. Only he who now letteth will let, until he be taken out of the way. And then shall that wicked be revealed, whom the Lord shall consume with the spirit of his mouth, and shall destroy with the brightness of his coming. So the scripture tells us that there will be a literal temple in Jerusalem in that day. Jesus warned the disciples of that day in Matthew chapter 24, verses 9 through 13. Here's what he said. Then shall they deliver you up to be afflicted and shall kill you. And ye shall be hated of all nations for my name's sake. And then shall many be offended, and shall betray one another, and shall hate one another. And many false prophets shall rise, and shall deceive many. And because iniquity shall abound, the love of many shall wax cold. But he that shall endure unto the end, the same shall be saved. Listen, you do not want to be present on this, on this earth when this time comes to pass. And the only way to miss it is through faith in our Lord Jesus Christ. He is the way, the truth, and the life. And no man can come to the Father except by him. He says this in the book of John, chapter 14 and verse 6. These tribulation martyrs died for preaching the gospel of the kingdom. The same gospel preached by John the Baptist in Matthew chapter 3, verses 1 and 2. Listen to what it says. In those days came John the Baptist preaching in the wilderness of Judea and saying, Repent ye, for the kingdom of heaven is at hand. Like John, they will die a martyr's death by having their heads cut off. They will be announcing the coming of Jesus to rule and reign on this earth in righteousness. And that is certainly bound to cause trouble. This world is not looking for the day of our Savior's kingdom. No, they think that this world belongs to them, just like their father the devil thinks. This world hates the truth of the gospel of the grace of God today. And in that day, they will hate the gospel of the kingdom of God. Remember what Herod did 
when he thought there was a king born to take his throne away from him. You can read about it in Matthew chapter 2. These souls are crying out for the Lord to avenge their deaths. Look at Revelation chapter 6 and verse 10, and let's read it. And they cried with a loud voice, saying, How long, O Lord, holy and true, dost thou not judge and avenge our blood on them that dwell on the earth? They are crying out to God for justice. They think it's about time that the Lord does something about the wickedness and the wicked of this world. Notice that we learn that the soul of man is the man. The soul can speak, see, hear, feel, and pray. The soul is the bodily shape of man that leaves at death to go either to heaven if saved or to hell if lost. We see more about the soul in Luke chapter 16, verses 23 through 31. There we read, there we read of the rich man. And it says, and in hell, he lift up his eyes. A soul has eyes, being in torments. A soul can feel and seeth. A soul can see Abraham afar off and Lazarus in his bosom. And he cried and said, a soul can speak. Father Abraham, have mercy on me and send Lazarus that he may dip the tip of his finger. A soul has bodily memory in water and cool my tongue. A soul has a tongue, for I am tormented in this flame. But Abraham said, Son, remember, a soul has memory, that thou in thy lifetime receivest thy good things, and likewise Lazarus evil things. But now he is comforted, and thou art tormented. And beside all this, between us and you, there is a great gulf fixed. A soul in hell has no hope, so that they which would pass from hence to you cannot, neither can they pass to us that would come from thence. Then he said, I pray thee therefore, Father, that thou would send him to my father's house. For I have five brethren, that he may testify unto them, lest they also come into this place of torment. Abraham saith unto him, They have Moses and the prophets, let them hear them. And he said, Nay, Father Abraham, but if one went unto them from the dead, they will repent. And he said unto him, if they hear not Moses and the prophets, neither will they be persuaded, though one rose from the dead. My, what a revelation this description of a soul is. Man is spirit, soul, and body, according to 1 Thessalonians chapter 5, verse 23. The body is our physical body. The soul is us while the spirit is dead in trespasses and sin, according to Ephesians chapter 2, verses 1 through 4. Unless we are born again, for it is our spirit that is born again. John 3 and verse 6 tells us, that which is born of the spirit is spirit. 
Man is not complete until he is born of the Spirit of God. God's answer to the souls of the martyrs is seen in verse 11 of chapter 6. And white robes were given unto every one of them, and it was said unto them that they should rest yet for a little season until their fellow servants also and their brethren that should be killed as they were should, should be fulfilled. God clothes them with white robes and tells them that the time is not yet for their fellow servants also and their brethren that should be killed as they were should be fulfilled. God knows what our end is and when it shall come. There is a day of reckoning, a payday that is to come, but all in due time, all in God's time. So we have seen then the opening of the fourth and fifth seals. In the opening of the fourth seal, we saw that God is going to set loose on this earth death and hell. We saw that they will kill one quarter of the world's population. When the fifth seal was opened, we saw the souls of the tribulation martyrs and heard their cry for vengeance. We learned that the soul of man leaves the body at death and that it retains the ability to see, hear, feel, thirst, touch, remember, and pray. We also learned that the Lord knows the day of our death and has a plan of justice already worked out. Justice that will come on the wicked in God's time. This then concludes part three of our study on Just a Thought on Revelation chapter six. Join us for the next part. Till then, God bless. This is John Cook again. I want to thank you for joining us in this podcast and encourage you to join us in the next podcast in our continuing study on Just a Thought on the book of Revelation. Hey, while you're here, why don't you subscribe and uh, give us a thumbs up and you'll be notified immediately when the next one comes in. Thank you and again, God bless.